This pandemic has brought drastic changes to all of us. It would take time to name these changes, but one thing's for sure. It feels like the world has slowed down a bit. And it's making us realize a lot of things about life, career, dreams, goals, relationship, etc. I really love to have a conversation with someone about this pandemic, and now I finally got the chance to do it. Today, I've invited someone who will share his life story in the time of Corona, what changes were brought into his life, how he's coping up with these changes, and what lessons we could get out of his story. I am really thrilled to introduce to you guys our guest for today. He's a kind-hearted, cool, classy person. Well, actually, I don't know what adjectives to say, so let's now welcome Kyle Felicciano. Hi, Angela. Good evening. Uh, er- <laughs> hello to everyone listening to Angela's podcast. So, well, <laughs> uh, good evening. And I hope everyone's uh, doing a, uh, having a great time tonight. Well, how are you first? I mean, how's um, life treating you lately? Well, life somehow, I don't know, it's a mix of goods and downs. Uh, there's a lot of bad news, you know, every so often. When you open your social media, you see a lot of uh, headlines that are, not, uh, that are not very appealing. And then there are times that you're just thankful that you're alive. Mm, yeah, yeah. I agree with you that every day that you get the chance to wake up and do your thing, that's actually a blessing. Well, going um, straight to our um, topic for today, how do you feel about the coronavirus and the way we live right now? Can you give us some insight of your idea um, or your thoughts? To be honest, it's way beyond my expectation. I mean, when um, coronavirus, the, uh, the disease struck Philippines uh, for the first time, I think last 2020, around January to February, uh, I think it's just minor. I mean, it's not something that we're going to uh, overcomplicate over this course of uh, this period, right? So um, given that it's been with us and we're living in it in the pandemic for over a year already and going to, and who knows up to how long, uh, I don't think uh, <laughs> it's something that was, uh, was expected or was anticipated by anyone. And yeah. even for me, I mean, I think, I, well, at first, I thought it was just like three months, six months, and then everything's back to normal. But yeah, virus evolves and uh, we evolve as people, right? I'm just curious to know what has changed on your job due to coronavirus. Um, are you working from home or is there some sort of like a skeletal workforce? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so just to give our listeners a background also about me. So again, I'm Kyle and uh, I work uh, for a bank, a local bank, and I work full-time. And then I'm also a part-time student. So I'm currently taking my master's and um, I'm 25 years old, by the way. Sorry, I forgot to introduce myself. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I forgot also to, to ask you to introduce yourself. My bad. I was, it's okay. It's, it's okay. just that I'm really excited to talk to you because it's been like... <laughs> Three years, I guess, since the last time. Yeah, it's it's a privilege, other. Angela. <laughs> okay, uh, going back, I'm 25 years old and uh, I'm a part-time student and a full-time banker. So regarding your question about how things changed in our workplace. So when the lockdown was announced back in March 13, 2020, I still remember that day very clearly. When that lockdown was announced, uh, we immediately shifted to 100% uh, work from home, the entire team. I think everyone in the department was working from home. And then um, 
I think the Monday next week, that was March 16, that was the first day when uh, we were all at home and then no one was intending to uh, go back to the office. So until now, we're still working from home. It's been more than a year already at home. So it's still and 100%? Think, yeah, still one. Uh, no, I think there are some departments who are more critical in terms of their um, nature of business who are already going back to the office, physical sites, especially mm-hmm. the branches, I think. So basically, the the firm is actually categorizing the type of business that people are working on or the tasks that they're working on, and then from from that c- category, they'll be um able to to like name the the teams or the the process that needs to report to the office directly. Yes, exactly. So um, there are other branches who deal with customers face to face, and I think uh, these are more on the. Um, customer relationship side so they're the ones who went back to the office as early as possible I think uh, but at least for our department uh, we're just working from home and there's no definite timeline timeline yet as to when we'll be uh, going back to the office how's working from home so far mm, <laughs> again it's a mix so uh, I think there are days when I miss my teammates and I want to see them face to face and have you know your normal Um, lunch outs, your chikahan, your the like usual routines that we have before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're very. I mean, I miss them a lot. So, but aside from that, I think the positive thing about working from home is that I save a lot. I mean, I don't have to spend for my gas since I drive to Ortigas and my parking, and then I don't have to spend uh, for food. So I think that's a lot of savings also on my end. But again, it's a trade-off between. Uh, meeting the friends, meeting your teammates, and the cost. Yeah. And how about the work? Did it change? Like, for example, before when you're working at the office, of course, the usual shift that you have is nine to five. So right now that you're yeah. doing work from home, is it good for you or some somewhat? You know, it's kind of uh, leave you dramatic at times because you have a uh, more workloads to do. I think uh, one thing that I really observe. When I work from home, is that um, we really, really push to uh, multitask in a way because you can attend the meeting and then you can w- do work on the side. So I think that's one thing that somehow expected of us, given also that there are a lot of work, there are a lot of um, fluctuations in the market economy, so there are a lot of things to really monitor, right? So I think uh, it's it's going to be a thing for now. <laughs> And I don't think it's something that uh, we'll get. Um, we might not get used to in the future. But the good thing is we're working from home because you get to you know stay in your home. You don't have to go outside, commute, or what have you. And I think we really have to appreciate also that we're given the opportunity to do work from home. Do you have the same thoughts about that or? Is there something that you could share to us about working from home and what do you think about it? I actually totally agree with you, Angela. So I think that's one thing that I'm really thankful for. I'm not very exposed with the virus, especially now that we're still, I mean, our cases are going all-time high every day. So seeing other people going to work, it's actually uh, kind of fearful for me. Like if I'm the one tasked to go to the office and then actually now I'm not yet fully vaccinated. So um, I'm still waiting for my second dose. But still, it's there's some sense of uh, fear inside me. I'm just curious, Angela. What about you? Uh, are you still working from home right now? 
Yeah, 100% working from home. There's no need for us to really report at the office and do the job there. It's kind of successful to do the work remotely. So there's going to be mm-hmm. no problem with that. So we're still working from home. And there's no further notice up until when. So the same as, you, mm-hmm. as your company. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. You've mentioned earlier, I, I mean, I'm aware of this, that you're studying MBA. Yeah. How yeah. is it going? Can you tell us about the program or the course that you're taking? And if you want, you can share the school as well. And, you know, what is changing or what has changed? Okay, so just a background again. So I started my part-time MBA back in 2018. So I applied in University of the Philippines in BGC because that was, um, I think the part-time program was just offered in BGC and the full-time was in Diliman back then. So since I have a job and I can't afford to uh, leave my job, so uh, I opted for the part-time program. And then two years in, uh, this lockdown happened, this uh, pandemic. So all our studies, all our um, curriculum shifted. Uh, they needed to adjust. So I think last year, um, when the lockdown struck around March to June, we didn't have any kind of class. I mean, uh, everything was like shut down for a moment. So uh, we were really on pause by, uh, during that time. And during the time, uh, I tried different uh, hobbies, actually. I tried going back to my guitar hobby, and then I tried uh, trading a bit. You know, mm-hmm. just, uh, I just wanted to um, broaden my hobbies or my skill set. But again, uh, I think July or August last year, we were tasked to go back to school, and uh, we needed to reshift our practices again. So uh, for my schedule, uh, my work is... Again, it's morning, 8.30 to 5.30. And then in the evening, I take my classes. So it's 6 to 9 p.m., uh, usually thrice a week. So that's how my uh, week goes when there's uh, there are classes. Wow, people like you really amaze me. Because how come you do that? Like you, you, you work and then after that, you attend your classes. And of course, sometimes you have to review for the examination. How are you doing that right now? Like there's a pandemic, you're working from home and then you're attending a class. How is it? What's your take on that? I think your first question of how I did it, I think my answer there is because I chose it. I mean, I entered this program back in 2018 and then there's no going back. I mean, I yeah. have to finish it. That was my mindset, right? And there's no point of just quitting after two years of work and then everything's just going. Um, I mean... It won't be uh, it won't be fruitful if you don't finish it right. So I think uh, another thing also that helped me is this pandemic. Given that I don't have to travel from Ortigas, which is where my workplace is, I don't have to travel from Ortigas to BGC every every other day, and going back home to somewhere here in the east uh, from BGC. You know the traffic here in Metro Manila is very intense, especially during rush hour. So it's really a big help for me that uh, that savings in transportation in terms of time i get to study more i get to work more if i want to or if there are more work to do so i think yeah that transportation is my major answer for that one so yeah it totally it's less hassle and less effort on your end because how about your lifestyle because just to mm. give an idea 
Kyle was very active before when I met him in running. So that's that's and when we when met. met me. Yeah, when we <laughs> met, he was is really into running. Like I was really surprised that you know he's very active. It is really you know um uh putting a lot of efforts and you know showing his passion about his lifestyle, his fitness, and all that stuff. So how is it right now, Kyle? Actually, guys, Angela was the one who was uh, very sporty here and just being <laughs> second man here. <laughs> anyway, uh, to answer your question, um, last year when our classes or academics was, uh, was on pause, I had all the time I, I had. I mean, I needed when uh, I wanted to train myself for a long run, when I wanted to um, to enhance my speed a little bit. So I had all the time, especially after or before work. And given that I also live in a village, so I'm thankful for that, uh, I get to have my own space. So regardless of whether it's ECQ, GCQ, whatever CQs are outside, I get to still run in my small street here, right? So I'm thankful for that. And last year, that, that was actually my peak, uh, my peak training period. And I was able to um, log some miles a bit. And actually, that's, uh, that continued until this year. Until, unfortunately, I experienced an injury this May. Until now, actually, I'm still injured. I have a plantar fasciitis on my right foot. And um, just last month, I actually consulted with a doctor. And she advised me to uh, lay low a bit in terms of my fitness and just try um, some static exercises and not, be, not too much running or biking. So actually, it kind of helped that now it's ECQ. So mentally, it's like, oh, it's parang sakto yung timing, di ba? So... Okay, sige, dito muna ako sa house. Ayan. But in terms of my fitness, honestly, right now, I think it's not very um, very good to look at when you compare me to how you met me to, uh, three years back. But I'm ever going it. So that's the reason why you stopped posting, you know, your activity to Instagram. Because I didn't <laughs> get to ask in- you why, 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 why is Kyle not posting any, any more activities? Like, what, yeah. what, what happened? So yeah, that's the reason. Actually, it made me sad because when January started this year, January to me, I was logging around 100 kilometers per, per, um, per month. And then when June struck, when my injury impeded, uh, it was downhill from there. So it was really sad for me because I was trying to reach, let's say my goal is uh, uh, 1,000 kilometers for the year because I never achieved that over my, I think, five years, uh, five years worth of running career, if that's how you call it. But now I think it's still in jeopardy, given that it's already September and then I still haven't gotten back to running yet. And aside from my injury, one thing that also made me stop my fitness journey is my Compre exam. So I just finished my comprehensive exam for my MBA um, over the last two weekends. So I really studied for those exams over the past two to three months. So it's like a kind of sacrifice, you know, you have to sacrifice your other hobbies just to make time for this it's like kind of a mental thing for me <laughs> so there's actually a reason why you got injured so for you to like pause yes. for a while and study yes exactly that yeah. really makes a lot of miracles you know things will just fall into place when they need to. <laughs> uh, so how's the exam um i'm still actually um, nervous about it because there are no results yet I think they're supposed to release them by next week or next, next week. So right now, all of us are just in the waiting game and we're just hoping that we see our examining codes there after our, all our hard work. 
So what's gonna happen if you pass it? And what what's gonna happen if it's the other way around? Actually, that's the last step. So once we pass it, we then get our diplomas. But if what? we don't, we will uh, have a retake. So I think there are a lot of uh, technical guidelines there. I haven't memorized them, but I think we, we have the option to retake if ever. But of course, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to study again for that. <laughs> I and I, I don't think you have to retake because knowing you, you, you'll pass this examination. Wow. Thank you very much for the trust. But yeah, it's just hope. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, based on how I know you, because Kyle and I used to work together back in, I don't know, 2018? 17 or 18. 70 to 18, I think. <laughs> <laughs> 70 to 18, yeah. Because I started working at CIB at around March 2018, I guess. So, yeah, 2018. 2018, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he's actually the reason why I got into CIB. Not because he backed me up, but he is, he's the one who <laughs> told me that there's an open post and if I'm interested, I have to send right away my CV. But Kyle left me, just to give you an idea. After like, yeah. <laughs> after three months, I guess, March, April, May, June. When did you leave? I think I left three months after you came in. Yeah, I can, I, <laughs> three months I, I, I can months. still remember how he left me. Like, <laughs> But at least I transitioned. I mean, I taught you a lot of things, right, in terms of hard work. Yeah, if I'm a share, I, I was actually working during the time and Kyle went to my station and then, Jella, can I talk to you? Is that? Yeah, yeah somewhere Jella, along those lines. Yeah, Jella can talk to you outside. So we went to the pine tree area and then I was really wondering what this is going to say. What this is going to say? Because I really, literally have no <laughs> idea back then. So Yeah. Aww. Actually, I was uh, a bit low-key there. I mean, I don't want to make everyone anticipate that I'm leaving. I mean, I want it to be a surprise. Na lang. I mean, it's just going to happen. So why not just yeah. do it? But what's great is that before he left me, we ran a race. Yeah, we yeah together. Yeah, yeah. I think a month before we a month before we I had my last day. Um, we participated in this vertical run in BGC. So yeah. we represented our company back then, and I think we won first runner up. So it's even without practice, yeah, even, even without, without practice, practice and training. So. <laughs> See guys, I told you Angela's the athlete here. No, 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 no. It's it was really Kyle because yeah. it's actually a team of four, right? If yeah, I, yeah. if my memory serves me right, yeah, it's a team of four, and then it's a really a competition. So we have yeah. to run from the parking area up to the thirty second. Is that thirty second floor? I forgot the floor number. I think it's the rooftop. Yeah, but basically it's a vertical <laughs> run, so we have to run the yeah. stairs. And Kyle yeah. was the first um member to like start it. So from yes. parking up to the seventh floor. Seventh floor, and then transition to the next runner. I think you yeah. were the third. I was the third. Fourth. Yeah. Third, third runner. Yeah. And I was really shocked. Like, oh no, they're all good. What am I, I gonna do? It's very do? hard to run, to run uh, on the stairs, right? I mean, I run because uh, along the what they call this the ramps or the yeah. parking where where cars um, drive by. But I think Angela run uh, the stairs, right? I forgot. Yeah, I think it's from I don't know, but I think it's ten floors. Not sure though. Ten but, floors. See. Yeah, but that's but a lot of guys. It was actually. <laughs> It was tough, but you know, um, thinking that Kyle and the other teammate 
really put a lot of effort it it I was actually like I can't back out like <laughs> I can do it I can do it so yeah that I made actually it. the pressure for me because I was the first runner so I had to set the pace I had to set the toner you know so I had to really push it in order for the first I mean the second third and fourth runners to also follow through that pace right it was, uh, it, it was really amazing is that we got a lot of stuff right for yeah, free yeah. we had free gym yeah, the bag, bag. Yeah. The, the headset do you still have the it the, the ear. yeah is it's it, still yeah. here with me but I don't use it anymore I don't think <laughs> if, it, if it's still working I'm not sure and the water bottle and then the towel well, well there's a lot yeah. of free stuff so what's that's what's amazing about the event is we paid nothing right We yeah, nothing. Exactly. It's worth it. Yeah, we got something. And we represented a company. Yeah, wow. It's yeah. one of the things and that we, lost we missed. Some calories. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things that we really missed during this pandemic. Because we there's no more like raises. I mean, there there are vir- virtual yeah. raises, but it's a, a different feeling when it's really, you know, the usual raise that we okay. used to have. So Actually, the one thing that I miss about races is, you know, the smell every morning when you arrive at the station and then you smell a lot of salon pass, you smell a lot of energy <laughs> drinks, you know, and seeing a lot of runners stretching before the race. I mean, that kind of environment is really something. And the I loot bags. Also. And the loot <laughs> bags, of course. After, right, you have a free breakfast meal or a free two bottles of Gatorade or Powerade, whatever. I think it's really something that a lot of us miss right now, especially the athletes out there. For the runners going yep. back to your lifestyle and fitness you started cycling as well during this pandemic. yes um i actually started just this may 2021 but my my desire to go into cycling was actually still uh, i can circle it back to 2017 or 2018 when i was running so before i actually wanted to do duathlons And I think duathlon or biathlon. I forgot uh, what's the difference. But anyway, I think it's just the uh, um, cycle and then you do the run. That that kind of um, uh, that kind of sport. I wanted to get myself immersed in ki- that kind of sport. But I think during that time I didn't have the uh, the time yet. Especially that I had a full time work and then I I uh, ventured in my part time studies. So I just uh, stuck with running and then luckily since we're still working from home i had the time and i was able to save up for a bike you know how costly bikes could get right yeah and of course given me as a beginner um i just opted for an affordable one uh, with the help of friends i think angela uh, you also helped me um choose um the proper brand the proper um budget and the proper i mean the the appropriate things to look for when purchasing a bike And um, it was actually so short-lived, my hobby of biking, because, you know, ECQ happened, and then I was just uh, biking here uh, for, I think, every every other weekend uh, with my girlfriend. So I think it's a very um, kind of hobby of mine. So uh, hopefully, uh, once all of these quarantines ease up, um, we may get back to cycling or any or any other hobbies that we have because of the situation that we have right now i think 
it will continue and a lot more people are will be drawn to you know cycling and doing some stuff that would actually get out the boredom in them i don't know but Amen. that's that's what i think so so that's the good side of this pandemic because we yes. were actually drawn to you know um really knowing part of us that we didn't know that even exists so exactly yeah gotta agree with that one I think we really spent a lot of time, you know, talking about sports, maybe because we're really biased. Okay, going <laughs> back to like your life um, in the time of Corona, what can you say about it? What are the changes that were brought into your life and how, you, how are you dealing with it? Mm-hmm. I think there's, there are a lot of benefits than the costs when, I'm, when I try to weigh it. Um, so let me just think about some um, I think one of the benefits that I really enjoy right now is my length of sleep and quality of sleep before when I was still going to the office and to school uh, I think my sleep was just around four to five hours per day because my classes were held six to nine p.m and then I still have to eat my dinner And then um, we may have to finish some some activities at work and at school. So I go home at around 11 or 12 and then I sleep for four hours and then wake up again in order to avoid the traffic. You know how traffic can Yeah, it was intense. Especially during rush hours, yeah. So now I can sleep around seven to eight hours and I can't seem to go back to the four hours sleep before. I think it, when I imagine doing that, it's like, It's like impossible for me to do it again. And I re- I'm really thankful that um, my, uh, my company still allows us to work from home. And hopefully, my part-time studies will, be, will come to an end um, by the next uh, weeks so that uh, I can enjoy more of this quality sleep. And uh, in terms of other lifestyles, I think aside from my fitness, my running, um. My time also with family is something that I uh, get to enjoy now, especially that we're all working from home, my dad, my mom, and my sister. And um, we get to talk more now compared to before when I just go home to sleep. <laughs> I mean, literally, I just go home to sleep and then I wake up just to leave home again. Yeah. That's just how tragic and sad uh, <laughs> the pre-pandemic life was. But yeah, that's life. And then now... I'm just thankful that we get to eat the same food every lunch and then somehow we get to share also our chores, our errands, and we get to help each other out. And you can see them almost every day. Yes, actually every day because I don't leave home anymore now (laughs) given that the cases are around 20,000 a day, right? Yeah, it's very uh, scary to go out. Even our lifestyle changed. Actually, we just bought a, a small mini treadmill just last week because oh. my parents were yeah well my parents were scared to go out so they just wanted to exercise without leaving home i was so, planning yeah. to to <laughs> buy one too like for days oh but i'm really weighing the consequences <laughs> budget <laughs> uh, i think there's a lot of benefits really i mean you can run while running i mean while raining while it's raining outside or, yeah um anytime during your lunch break or whatever <laughs> and i think i've mentioned this before to you that I, i'm really afraid to go outside and run because I, i think mm-hmm. you've asked me be- before if i'm still running and i told yeah. you that i wasn't 
Because I'm really yeah. scared and I'm not comfortable, you know, wearing masks while running. I mean, no mm-hmm. offense to those people who are still running, if, even yeah. though we are experiencing pandemic. But just in my case, it's I'm just speaking for myself. I'm really mm-hmm. afraid. So that's the reason why I was I'm actually planning to buy a treadmill. But, you know, mm-hmm. I have to weigh a lot of things like yeah. the budget. And of course, if I'm if I really have the time to do it, I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I don't know this work. Given that you're also so busy right now, you have a yeah. podcast, you have work, and you have your fitness journey also on the side. So yeah, <laughs> it's a good decision to invest in your your fitness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But I in agree. in terms of your relationship, because you've mentioned the family, of course. Still, mm-hmm. since you're living in the same house, you get to see each other every day. You spend more time with them. How about your relationship with your friends, with your loved ones outside? Of course, um, it's some sort of a long distance relationship. How are you coping up with that? Uh, for my family, I think I've uh, I've shared that with you already earlier. But my next relationship that's important to me, of course, is my girlfriend. So before. Um, she's actually my workmate and classmate. So Aww. imagine how how often we see each other, right? And now, biglang lockdown. So how how do we meet up, right? And how we meet up is we just have calls, uh, and we just have um we chat, and you know how social media works. We just tag each other in different posts and then link a lot of uh, articles to each other. <laughs> In order to still keep that link alive, you know, and I think it's very important also that you maintain a very open, I mean, open communication with your partner, especially that it's it's harder now, given that we're really restricted at home and uh, it's not easy for us to just go out anytime we want compared to how we did it before. So yeah, now and I think this is the longest time we haven't seen each other for quite some time. I think the last time we met was back in July. <laughs> and Aww. since given that she's also my classmate she also studied for the exam that I also took so we both studied we had uh, zoom study nights uh, almost every <laughs> night yeah that's just how we dated <laughs> and that's, that's romantic we, of that. course <laughs> yeah, actually we spent our anniversary I think half of the day studying and then <laughs> having just zoom and then one one Netflix movie uh During the night, I think that's just how our anniversary went back in August. <laughs> I mean, we don't have any choice but to just spend time online. Yeah. Well, it's really challenging, but of course, you really have to find ways on how to keep the fire mm-hmm. burning. I mean, to keep yeah. the relationship alive. We are affected. Every one of us, like, uh, we're having a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe friends, loved ones, or mm-hmm. what have you. So, yeah, hearing your stories, I think there are people who, who do that as well. That, that yeah. they, they do Zoom, they, they make use of social medias for them to get connected still with the people they love. Mm-hmm. But was there a scenario that really challenged your relationship? I think uh, I haven't uh, been that kind of point yet or maybe not at all. Because we really do a lot of things to keep our activities involved as much as we can. For example, we have our shared devotionals also every morning. So we, we read the same um, plans, Bible verses every morning before we go to work or before we start our work rather. And um, we share 
also our insights for the day, whether that we have any lessons learned or you know the the whatnot. So it keeps us updated, um, you know, uh, every so often. And with regards to friends, of course, we also have you know our bros. For in my case, you no, know, I have my bros, and I'm thankful also for them because somehow um, they keep our channels open. So whenever there are birthdays or there are many celebrations, we still uh, get to gather, even though it's not as often as before because we can just go to another village and then just have a dinner yeah. there. But now, it's harder to make people meet, actually. I actually saw one post. Mm-hmm. It All your friends were gathered in a Zoom meeting and, you know, you're just there. I don't know. I don't know what, what was yeah. it because I didn't really read the entire post. Yeah. But, but the gist was, you were all there, your friends, and then you're celebrating a thing. So this is the new normal. That's what I think it's the birthday. Yeah, it's a new normal. I mean, it's normal that our friends just deliver food to your house and then you just eat it together uh, at the same time while seeing each other online, Zoom or Discord. Um, if there's one thing that you want to say to the listeners or you want to share that's related to you know the coronavirus experiences that we have right now, mm-hmm. what would it be? One thing. I, actually, that's one thing that I find it hard to encapsulate if you're going to limit me with one thing. I think there are a lot of things that I want to say to our listeners uh, tonight, right? Well, but if, I think... if there are things that you want to say to the listeners <laughs> or you want to share, what would it be? I'll okay. rephrase it. Um, <laughs> um, well, for me, I live by three words. Uh, that's three Gs, great growth and grace. And that's actually my philosophy when, uh, whenever or wherever I go. Right, whatever situation I'm faced with, I remember that. I, I mean, I remind, I remind myself that um, I always try for growth. Whenever you make mistake, it's okay because you can grow. You can learn from that, and there's no one to blame but you. And then you just have to face um, challenges head on. And of course, the most important of the three is grace. I mean, we're not here uh, not because of the grace of given by. God, right? And that's one thing that I really don't miss every day. I mean, in terms of thinking about it, thinking about it, you know, every time you wake up and before you sleep, it's something that I'm really thankful for, that kind of grace that we're still alive, you know, how much how much, I mean, people are dying every day because of the virus and not just the virus, but different other different causes. And just the fact that we're still living with our families and our friends, um, it's really a great, uh, great thing to be thankful for. Uh, and aside from that, it, I mean, that's mine. That's my philosophy and how I get to manage to get by every day. But I think um, more important than that is during this period, our lifestyles may change. We might get into academics. We might get to a part-time job or jobs. Or we might shift jobs how many times, countless times. But I think uh, it's important that we let love lead. We let love win. Because I think that's how we can um, get by in terms of communicating with our new teammates, with our new bosses, new classmates. And I think that's one thing also for us to influence other people, right? I mean, in my case, that's how I try. I I hope I'm, I'm doing a good job in it. But I hope I'm trying to, uh, I get to influence other people in terms of, you know, spreading the love and just be happy as much as possible. But I understand that there are situations that 
uh, we can't be happier every time, especially that we uh, now that we're full of bad uh, bad news every time. So um, as much as possible, uh, let's stay strong and believe in the grace that's gifted on us. I agree with you 100% because, you know, this is the time that we really have to stay kind. And with, with, with what you've mentioned earlier, that we can't count how much people are dying every day. Yeah. So might as well use the, the chance that's given to you to, you know, change the world for the better, have a good relationship with the people around you and use the time given to you to, you know, spread love and not animosity. And I don't know, there's, there's too much negativity around us. Yeah. So I think it's better that we, we opt to always stay kind and to spread love all the way. Yeah, so, with that. yeah, thank you, Kyle, for being our guest. I really appreciate it. I'm really thankful that there are people like you who are brave to share their stories, their perspectives and opinions that would definitely help our listeners. Again, thank you for the opportunity thank to you talk also, to Angela. you. <laughs> It's a privilege. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope that you enjoy listening to our episode for today. Please don't forget to check our social media accounts, Facebook, IG, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor. Just type in The Wise and the Curious to check our other episodes and feel free to leave your comments, reactions, suggestions, or whatever you feel about the podcast. That's all for today. Thanks for listening again and have a great day.